0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Test pattern follows an interracial couple whose rock-solid relationship is put to the test when Renisha, played by Brittany S. Hall, is sexually assaulted. Her white boyfriend, Evan, insistently pursues a rape kit and is met with medical and administrative incompetence at every turn. Part psychological horror, part realist drama, test pattern unfolds against the backdrop of a national discussion about inequitable health care and policing, the Me Too movement, and race in America. We're joined today by the writer, director, and producer of the film, and that would be Shatara Michelle Ford. Shatara, welcome to Film School Radio.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> Thank you for for being here today. And I really um, like the film quite a bit. I I thought the essence of this film is a relationship between, obviously, a relationship between Evan and Renisha, and from that unfolds uh, a very trying and and disturbing uh, event that happens in the course of her story. Tell me a little bit about the inspiration for the film.
1: I am a Black woman who uh, is in an interracial relationship, who's experienced different degrees of sexual assault throughout my life. I'm passionate about all humans' bodily autonomy and people's reproductive rights and justice. Obviously, I'm alive in a time where violence against Black bodies in particular is quite highlighted and getting to a point where it's no longer tolerated. So, you know, all of that stuff's just kind of swirling around in my head in general um, on a daily basis. I'm an artist whose medium happens and unfortunately is cinema. And I say unfortunately because, you know, I find that this medium requires a lot of money and time and people. So that means that, you know, when I have an idea that I want to express, that I want to work out in my art, it takes a little bit longer. I made this film almost three years ago and the, you know, seeds for it were probably planted much earlier than that as I was just kind of processing and working through all of my feelings and thoughts on on these varied issues. You know, more specifically with Test Pattern, I wrote it in September 2017 after obsessively reading for the last nine months prior um, about rape kids, because before 2017 I had never heard of it. It had never been offered to me, I never encountered it, nor in my friendship circle this is this something that um, came up. You know, in 2017, we talked a lot about the backlog of re yeah. testing. Um, but what I found in my just further research into it is that a lot of people aren't even given them or they're charged them, or there's a problem with administering them and So you know, out of this great number of backlogged rape kits, there's also a lot that just aren't actually reaching um, the people that it needs to, which I found interesting and something that I think, as a as a human being and as an artist, that like motivates me is analyzing our systems and institutions and how they affect people. And lived experience, and so it all kind of made sense to distill that into into a film.
0: What you're talking about is something that just reminds me, and there are other examples of this, where when people talk about bias, institutional racism, or or sexism, or all these different issues that come up, it sometimes it the words don't match up to the reality of it in a way that people can relate to, and when you talk about Just what you're describing, these rape kits, just the sort of once you know there's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of cases backlogged with these rape kits that are not being addressed or not being, the investigations are not going forward. And then as you described, not being made available, this is the intersection of where these institutional issues that people have such a hard time grappling and understanding, this is it. This mm-hmm. is where the rubber meets the road. I don't know, whatever the sort of the, the catchy phrase to, to, to make it clear. This is it. And in mm-hmm. on and it's just one part of a larger, of a larger spectrum of issues. Uh, you you mentioned, I mean, this is obviously a very personal story to, to you and uh, film is a collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. So in making this in writing the script and putting it out there that you wanted to do this your collaboration with the people involved in this film. How did that shape the narrative of the film? How did that sort of alter it, make it better, change what you, what your expectations were? How did that impact you as, a, as an artist?
1: Again, and that's something I really love about the filmmaking process is the fact that you're doing it with, if you're lucky, a you know, group of people who you trust. I got to work with some of my very best friends in this project um, and some of my closest collaborators, people who I value very, very, very highly and respect. And so we prioritized Planning together and talking about things together. Like, you know, for instance, the cinematographer Ludovica Isadori, who is fantastic and I feel so (laughs) grateful to know and have in my life. You know, Ludovica and I enjoy each other's company and we care about each other's work. And so we spent a lot of time prepping for the film even before we were really out there officially making it. So if that meant that we were watching movies and talking about them and thinking about certain ways to execute ideas. Definitely things that she saw or photos that she would find, she would send to me. And, you know, we were just dialoguing about it all the time. And then there's other examples of just kind of being in an HRD meeting, had a department meeting with Ludovica Eloise Ayala, the, our production designer, um, Brianna Rowe, who is our costume designer and Katie Miller who was one of our editors in in Austin were looking through the script you know planning for the next day and i remember quite clearly you know Brianna mentioning something just about how Renisha was experiencing the assault or processing of that you know, kind of challenging if this is accurate or does it feel right? Or, you know, are we considering it as deeply as we should? And delved into this like very deep and passionate, like 45 minute conversation, um, which just made the film better. I think any time that we're being asked to justify or kind of look again at a choice that we made, we're, we're improving the work more thought I think is important, especially when you're dealing with delicate stuff like this. You know, and we brought our own experiences and processed that together too, which I think is is invaluable. More than anything else, I feel really lucky to have worked with people who I trust because it was my first movie. And I think, at least for me, I had an idea in my head about the type of director I would be and the things that I would find challenging and it's nice to know that at the end of the day at least the people who you're working with the most closely you can trust and so you can be vulnerable and make mistakes and know that there's there's people there who are forgiving of it and supportive as you're as you're navigating that but beyond that like honestly it's just everyone was just so sincerely talented and i think that also is exemplified in the work that um, Will Brill and Brittany S. Hall did, um, which again, I set, I, I wanted it to be as collaborative of a, of a experience as it could. Page was 35 scripts long. I was really influenced by the way in which Mike Lee works. I, you know, I a dream of being able to have like a nice group of actors who I like working with all the time and kind of spend many weeks in development as we kind of create a story and create characters together and I did that to the closest of my ability with my resources and and them working on very popular television shows. You know, we spent a lot of time talking about these characters and the idea behind having a 35 page script was to allow enough space for them to be able to make decisions that ultimately surprise me, but are very, very consistent to the characters who we've built together. My favorite thing, if I can be, is like, you know, I'd like to play bullshit actor, you know, I wanna, I wanna set up a dynamic with actors where they feel like they have so much ownership over what's on that page that they know the characters better than I do. And I'm just there to make sure it doesn't seem inconsistent with what we've discussed for for many weeks beforehand. And it's a really, really lovely feeling, but I was surprised so many times. set with Will and Brittany (laughs) and Gail Bean and Amani Starnes too, who are all just so, so, so wonderful. And I think what I also appreciated, especially with the subject matter being what it was, is that Drew Filler also was very sensitive and careful with, you know, his portrayal. And we spent a lot of time talking and thinking about that beforehand too. And yeah, I just I'm just very, very, very grateful for the talented people who I worked with, who also trusted me.
0: Well, you said a couple of things in that uh, the film is very quiet, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of space in in the film for reflection. There's not overabundance of dialogue. Mm-hmm. The, the The scenes tend to be very sparse, and more or less, in terms of the, the, the conversations. Mm-hmm. But the one thing you said that really strikes me about the uh, the film itself is vulnerable. I thought it is a vulnerable film almost from start to finish. That's mm-hmm. the way it it comes off. I, I was particularly struck. Brittany S. Hall is terrific. Obviously, she does an incredible job. Both of them have their tricky roles. Uh, with Will, it's a it's a difficult role to navigate for um, for him in the sense that. Uh, this is a one of those portrayals where the character who could have gone a little soft in terms of the way he comes across, but he comes across with the right amount of vulnerability and the, and the right amount. and then the character of Renisha is, again, it's just this quiet confidence about her and um, and also facing an incredibly difficult situation and 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 being able to trying to navigate it as best she can. Uh, this feels very grown up in terms of just the, the way that this plays out. There's some loose ends in the film, which mm-hmm. I appreciate about it. I think that's, I like that. I don't think, I don't need things to be expl- over-explained or explained to to that degree. So all of these things really play into this film as a very, and it feels like a very confident film as well. So, yeah, your, your reaction to the reaction of the film, what, what's it been for you?
1: I'm just honestly so happy at, that people get to see it. And um, I really appreciate hearing that you like the loose ends. You know, I think that contemporary commercial cinema would argue that audiences don't. (laughs) I I disagree with that idea. I think that, you know, I think audiences are incredibly smart and they don't like being spoon fed information and they like to be able to make decisions for themselves and they like to go home and like think about things and debate things and, and return to them and and challenge themselves again. So, um, you know, I think that more than anything has been um, exhilarating for me to experience, to watch people want to be challenged by the work.
0: Life is messy.
1: Right? (laughs) Um, And also like human beings are, are a whole bunch of things, you know, and I think that I think that that's something that you know. You you say the word vulnerability, you you draw that out, and that's right. I think because we're messy, complicated beings, we get a lot further if, when we're vulnerable, when we're honest about our limitations, when we're when we're able to kind of um, sit in the in the muck of stuff um, and sort it out. Well, and so,
0: well, what it, you said, less bold, you get to the answer quickly. There you go. More quickly when you're not, mm-hmm. we're not bullshitting. The, uh, the film, we've been talking with the uh, director of this wonderful narrative film, which is it's coming out this Friday, uh, uh, February 19th. Be looking for it. It's called Test Pattern. And we have been talking with the director, writer, producer, and that would be Shatara Michelle Ford. Thank you so much for being here today on Film School Radio. And I look forward yeah. to another conversation with you somewhere down the line.